0: There's a time when we know how fully we're lost without him I'm desperate for you I'm lost without you. I can certainly relate to that uh, for I'm on a streak of that for a number of years, but I was hearing in my heart a, a shift to those lyrics and I was I was hearing God infusing those lyrics in this way, that He is going to answer our desperate cry with an infilling of Himself. You know, by the grace of God, He put His Spirit in us when we said yes to Jesus. But Paul says, keep being filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, how much more will the Father give you the Spirit? Those who ask. So our desperate cries or another way to say it our hungry cries those who hunger and thirst if you're in the desert you are absolutely first of all thirsting but if you're in a cold mountain place you are hungering those who hunger and thirst for righteousness righteousness is a person whose name is Jesus Christ you will be filled And I was hearing as he fills us, as he answers that cry, it's going to be the face of Jesus crying out of us, looking directly at the broken world. There are specific people who are waiting for Jesus Christ in the eyes of Trenton, (coughs) in the face of Bob Moore. Jesus Christ will be calling through you, but you will feel it too. It will be you too, the new you. And you will be looking at these people with the eyes of Christ and you'll be like, I'm desperate for you. I am desperate for you to come into this place of union that I have found, I've been given. And I'm telling you, there's, it's kind of like game over for ministry when you look at someone with the eyes of liquid love and you say in spirit and truth, even before you speak with your mouth, your eyes say, I'm desperate for you. That does something to a human. Because they're not being they're not used to another being looking at them and saying, I'm desperate for you. And Christ, the creator, is saying that to you. <laughs> Excuse me. But that's, that's our destiny, is to be lost in his love. And to be looking at the world with desperate love even the world kicks us off the most, the wickedness and the perversion, that we will look at them and rather than like saying, I'm desperate for you to get in line. We're going to say, I'm desperate. For you. You. And that's going to be effective. And instead of us saying, I'm lost without you, Jesus, we are. But we'll be so gone in that union. We'll be so Blitz and in bliss and unity with God, then we're going to say, I'm lost with you. I'm lost in your personality, your power, and you're a God. Bad. That also is an effective ministry tool. Because somebody sees somebody who's actually lost in the Creator God, we're like, Look at that being. what What's up with that? What, what's going on? And they'll approach you and say, what's going on? And then you look at them, I'm desperate for your eyes. And they're like, oh, and they melt. Okay? I'm desperate for you, says Jesus, through your eyes. And God, I'm lost with you, in you. Both those two realities will be a spectacle, and they will achieve spiritual success in the holiest meaning of the word success. All right. Here, I have Let's bring the down first. Uh, okay. So, kids okay. are right, announced first. Yeah. Come on up, babe. Now, by the grace of God, we're not going to forget
1: what we need to say. I'm going to try not to. Okay, so, and I'm going to try to motor through them because they're good announcements, but we have a lot of them. And you know what? You wouldn't be hearing me giving announcements if everybody got onto the Dwelling Remind app. (laughs) So if you haven't done that, please do it.
0: Dwelling Remind app.
1: Yes, Trenton. I see that hand. I haven't sent them yet because I know people aren't on there. So it just doesn't make sense to send it and then say it and then, you know, but thank you, Trenton. Thank you for being on there. I've not resorted to pew shaming yet. (laughs) Um, Okay. Tomorrow night, very exciting. Paul and Naomi's baby shower. (laughs) So don't forget about it. Okay. Um, It's there's a possibility for rain, and I will text probably either late tonight or tomorrow morning um, if we're going to meet at the Salvation Army Center instead. So pray against rain, please. Next, oh yeah! Remember, it's a potluck, and the whole family's invited. Okay, everybody. Just imagining all these ladies showing up and Paul being like, uh, (laughs) "Where are the dudes?" (laughs) Yes, not dessert. We're doing. We're taking care of desserts and drinks, but something else. (laughs)
0: Something salty. Something comforting. Something
1: tasty. It doesn't have to be all those things. (laughs) Just something edible, please. Um, we also have a whole church potluck and that's going to be August 13th and it's going to be our end of the, end of the summer luau like we did last year at Tim and Debbie's house. So there's a pool and the kids can swim and the adults can eat and if you want to bring, I don't know, hog roast or what else do you bring to a luau? Grass skirts over your clothes. (laughs) Something like that. That would be fun too. (laughs) Uh-huh. definition is bring something edible.
0: And, uh-huh. You know, it might be fun to if you want to look up a Hawaiian chicken recipe or um,
1: We won't have a sign up, but if you want to if you want to tell me what you're bringing cuz a lot of times people will ask what do we need still. Go for it. It's going to be at 5 so it's going to be in place of our meeting and it's going to be at Tim and Debbie's and I'll put that on Facebook and the remind up too. And
0: maybe somebody could...
1: Oh, my word. You're making this a lot longer, honey. No alcohol.
0: If Jesus wants to turn to wine, that's his business.
1: <laughs> um, uh, okay. So I still need just a couple more people to say, I will be with the kids every other month, once every other month or something like that. Um, I've got a good list, but just a couple little spots need to be filled in for that. Um, Nicholas is doing it. Oh, there he is. Tonight. And, Nicholas, I'm going to help you. Um, Krista had an out-of-the-blue whirlwind change today. So as you all know, she's going to a DTS for YWAM. Those are just a lot of letters that mean she is doing a mission trip with a really cool organization and missions training in Arizona, Flagstaff, Arizona. But they called her today to say there weren't enough people for the DT, that particular DTS. So they still want her to do it, and they'd still really like her to be on staff later if she's interested. But she needs to do her DTS elsewhere. So she needs prayer about where to go and when to go, because she has the option of going again in September like she was planning to before. And she also has the option of waiting until January. So it's a really big decision because she's been praying and preparing for this for months and months and months and months and months. As you all know, she left her job, her very good job, in preparation for all of this. And um, she's also continuing to raise money. We have seen that online, if you are designating something, it makes you think that you know where you're designating it to and that it will show up. It is not showing up for Adani when he goes to look at it, and I've looked at it as well. So if you want to designate something online, please talk to Adani directly. If you want to obviously write a check or something, you can put in the memo line of the check what it's for um, but if it is going to Krista just so we know for sure
0: yeah and just to add to that we prayed for Krista at the prayer meeting uh, before um, our meeting tonight and it seemed like God was speaking some wisdom and giving some counsel to uh, those of us who prayed with her and I think she was ministered to and we just trust that God's going to show her but you guys understand it's a huge curveball you leave your job how long have you been a music teacher She'd been a music teacher for five years. uh, And she leaves the job because she's going to this next step. Discipleship training school before she looks to go on staff with YWAM. It was all going to happen in Arizona. And then today, boom. So you guys know you've been there with surprising situations. She needs to pray about when she's going, where she's going. Those are major questions. And then if those things bring their own questions, however they're answered. Okay, so let's keep her in prayer, and also, um, I encourage you to generously give to Chris. If she's a part of our family, and I guarantee you, God would not be like, "Oh, what are you, what are you doing giving to her?" Hey, I didn't want you to do that. No, I guarantee you. He's like, "You're giving to her?" Thank you. I bless her with that. And oh, by the way, I already told you, if you give, it'll be given to you. There's no way that God, is the only time he said test him in this when he was talking about us giving money and how he would bless. It's the only time he says test me in this. So, give to our sister.
1: (laughs) On that note, oh, and also, she also may be doing a bake sale in a couple of weeks. If she decides to go ahead and do it when she was thinking of doing it, you'll know what she's talking about when she announces it. It's just all up in the air right now. Because of the timeline. But if she does do the bake sale, she'll definitely need us all to help make things and, you know, man the tables. It would be out here in the parking lot. So it would be kind of, I think, a really neat ministry opportunity, too, just to meet people as they're walking by and sell them delicious brownies. Mm-hmm. Healthy, delicious brownies, mm-hmm. Krista style. <laughs> um, on the note of of helping out financially, sisters, can you? Yeah. Do you want to? I've still got more of it.
0: So, um We want to give to our sister Krista. We also, Carolyn Reinhart's here tonight. The Reinhart family's been a very special part of our family for the last five years. We met them pretty much exactly five years ago when Caroline was a freshman. And wow, the the way God has just done a work in all of their lives has been amazing. Um, I could say some more funny things about Caroline that freshman year. (laughs) The things she would spout off and say and Lucy would be like, Caroline! She can't keep her mouth shut, and it was awesome. But anyway, um, the Reinhardt family has been going through a crushing time for pretty much the last five years, day in and day out, and God has drawn them closer together as a family and closer to him. Long story short, many of you know, Dr. Dale Reinhardt, medical doctor, was put in prison. He's serving a three-year sentence, um, and it was just... Crushing to the whole family. Again, we were there last year at the, the trial and it was not the outcome We were all believing for it was surprise and it really hurt So they've been dealing with this the guy who support their whole family her mom did not work outside the home She worked inside raising five children six children, okay um, So that was her job. Well, then they were left without any income, okay? We want to take care of our own. In the book of Acts, they would uh, come together and meet needs in the family. Um, so I would encourage you, right now is a particularly squeezing time because Caroline Lucy's mom got railed with this attack on her back and has been hardly able to move. She's had back problems you know, perpetually. But she's been in and out of the hospital. Doctors not knowing what's going on, just really going through it. Lucy's had to be caring for her, and not Lucy's been getting money for the family so they can make ends meet to pay, you know, rent um, and pay for the place they're staying. So it's just kind of crazy right now. Okay, God is going to see him through. Lucy was declaring His faithfulness today. But also, we talked about this with the board before about seeing how we could support them in their tough time. As a ministry, we can't just give an individual or individuals money unless it's an independent contractor for us or somebody hired on staff. But we can give towards a cause like rent. So I'm asking you, let's support Krista in what God has called her to. Let's support the Reinhardt family in what they're going through. And let's act out what we are called to to take care of our own. I guarantee you, if we're generous and giving, and we're going to put, Karis and I are going to put our money where our mouth is. Okay? Um, and I encourage you to do the same. God will smile on the, the act, and He will smile and bless you as you do it. Um, did I miss anything there? Any other? Okay. Yeah, so you can, again, give, and then um, either if it's a check in the memo, write um, Lucy family or Caroline family or Reinhardt family, um, and then uh, if you're giving online, tell Adani. If you have his number, text him. If not, text Karis. Um, this amount was given for the Reinhards. This amount was given for Krista. All right. Told you we had a lot of stuff to say. Yeah, we're going to give you plenty of time
1: with Joseph. I was going to say, why don't I just take the kids right back? Do you need to do the kids' time? Oh, just just to give super, Joseph I'm going to just come up here oh, on, their way. I'll on their all way. Right. Planning on the move. Okay. Um, my last one was more of like a, a personal announcement. So you all know that we were gone at the retreat in Epworth, Georgia, and it was so good. Um, it's the first time in 10 years that Travis hasn't spoken, and I was – we were both kind of looking forward to, it. not because I don't love to hear him speak, but it, it was just really good just to, just to be there and, and hear from other people. And, um, anyway, this actually did not come from the speakers, but this, ha- this happened to be something I was reading while I was there. And it really spoke to me about dwelling. And several things really spoke to us about dwelling in particular, as opposed to us in particular, while we were there at the retreat. And this is in Isaiah 26. It says, Lord, they came to you in their distress when you disciplined them. They could barely whisper a prayer. As a pregnant woman about to give birth writhes and cries out in her pain, so were we in your presence, Lord. We were with child. We writhed in labor, but we gave birth to wind. We have not brought salvation to the earth, and the people of the world have not come to life. But your dead will live, Lord. Their bodies will rise. Let those who dwell in the dust wake up and shout for joy. Your dew is like the dew of the morning. The earth will give birth to her dead. Um, this stuck out to me on a number of levels. One, because we got all the pregnant ladies. <laughs> well, two. <laughs> but they're great. And um, also stuck out to me because this idea of being of, of this pregnant woman writhing and crying out and giving birth to wind. I was just thinking how devastating that would be for a pregnant woman to, I mean, can you imagine Naomi? You're like, I thought it was a baby all this time. (laughs) It's just wind. Yours is a baby. (laughs) You had an ultrasound. It's a baby. Um, but. The, you know, this was, I was reading about it. I was like, what does that mean? Gives birth to wind. Like, is that like a giant? I was, I don't know if Zion was there, but I was like, is that a giant toot? <laughs> like, what does that mean? That's terrible. Like, it's in the Bible. It's in scripture. But I think that, um, that what spoke to me was I sometimes feel like we are, we've used this, you know, analogy before, laboring and laboring and laboring for something. And we don't want to labor and give birth to wind. What we want is your dead will live, Lord. Their bodies will rise. It's like the way that we think things should be brought forth to life, the way that makes sense, the way that we understand things to be, the way that we might look at another church or another organization or another person and say, look, that's, they're bringing forth life. Look, they're pregnant. Look, they're big. Look, they're doing this. And they're not necessarily going to, on birthing day, bring forth life. It may bring forth wind. And I was thinking that for us, that I don't want us to be laboring to bring wind. But I was encouraged because I really did feel like a lot of us individually and as a church body are coming to the place of death. (laughs) Your dead will live, Lord. Their bodies will rise. Uh, The earth will give birth to her dead. Let those who dwell in the dust wake up and shout for joy. So I found that really encouraging, and I hope you do too, that um, although it may not feel sometimes like we are all pregnant and full of life, that... God delights in waiting, (laughs) in waiting till you're all dusty and barren like Sarah. (laughs) And sometimes when you, I mean, I kind of thought, did Sarah even want to be pregnant at that point in life? (laughs) You know, (laughs) was she past the point of being like, Jesus, please give me, well, not Jesus. God, please give me babies. Was she past that point? Because I might be past that point if I was that old. You know, I think I would be actually, definitely. And that's when God came. So let us not be past that point and let us rejoice in our dying so that God can bring life. That's what I got out of this weekend.
0: All right. I'm committed to give Joseph at minimum 45 minutes, preferably 50 because there's so much in that man's heart and his head that is beneficial for us. Okay. Um, much more to be said about this, but let me be succinct. God spoke through the Sunday morning message at the retreat where we were at. The message was from houses to homes. Um, it was spoken by a guy who brought me to the Lord um, back when I was 21. We're the same age. Um, anyway, God spoke specifically to Uncle Tim's heart, and he was hearing that message for dwelling from houses to homes. That sparked a conversation between him and Aunt Debbie and Karis and me. They sent us a 10-minute uh, audio message about what their thoughts were. We sent them back an audio message. And basically, our conclusion is God is, as best as we can tell, and we'll test it, you know, test all things. Um, God is leading us to go from a house to a home as dwelling, okay? And uh, I'm going to say something to kids as they walk by about that. But specifically, how we think it's going to look to a degree, we're not going to forsake the corporate gathering of ourselves together. God's blessing has been on these gatherings and they go back to a time five and a half years ago when the Lord said, start these gatherings. Karis was not up for it. She was like, no, and uh, I was like, I think God said it, and eventually God came, and brought us into unity. And until God says stop these gatherings, I'm like, the last thing you said about these gatherings was start. So woe be it to me if I try to stop it. Okay, but we want to start meeting in homes together. Not this whole big group, but little colonies, little clusters of blessing. We want to learn how to be more of a family There's a house, you know, that sits on a lot. It doesn't become a home until people are there. And they make it a home until you get that furniture and the decoration that just suits you. God wants to make our dwelling house a dwelling home. And He wants to bring us together in greater love for one another. And that happens in the home. This is what they did in the early church. We actually were starting up measures Two and a half years ago, in January and February of 2020, and then you all know the junk that hit us um, as a planet at that point. But where there's delay with God, I told this to Chris, I actually never thought about this, it just came to me. When God's going to shoot an arrow, okay? he talks about uh, him being a marksman and shooting um, arrows, heavenly arrows. When there is a delay with God, he's not like... And drops in the air. He's like, all right, I'll wait. Devil, you want to try to do that? It's going to be worse for you, man. And in that waiting time, he pulls it back even farther. The tension increasing. It's going to be that much stronger, that much faster. And with God, you can't get any more accurate. All right, accuracy is not a problem. So it's going to be even better. I'm believing that as he sends us, as he shoots us into these home gatherings, going to be a blessing. I know you guys are busy. I know we're busy. I know there's a lot of things that we don't have time for. This is worth it. And we're not going to force anybody to do this. It's you, it's your free will. But I greatly encourage you to jump into this. And we are going to continue to talk more. Uncle Tim and Aunt Debbie and Karis and me are meeting Monday morning. We're going to get a text thread going with Davey and Robin. Um, and then we'll bounce some ideas off and just see where God leads us. But In essence, we feel like he wants regular house gatherings um, with some of us, and we'll tell you more details about that as we come to agreement. Um, Okay.